return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Patience was supposed to be teaching this morning, but she's asked me to to stand in for her. So I hope I'll... You will see patients preaching, not me. (laughs) Okay. So I want to, I feel like Deb has been talking about this for quite a while now. But I've titled it differently, and I'm hoping that um, we can learn some things from what I have to say today. So I've called it Responding to God. You know, God wants us to respond to His Word. And I feel like. It's very important. He doesn't just want us to agree with the word. He wants us to, he wants the word to change our actions. So that's basically what I'll I'll be talking about. You remember what Paul told Timothy? He says, give yourself to these things. He He was talking about the word of God, that your profiting may be evident to all. I believe that when we give ourselves to God's word and we respond to God's word, We have the results. Our lives are completely aligned with his word. And it's very important because God cannot do anything outside his word. God and his word are one. The only way we know him is when we know his word. His word is his answer. The word of God is his answer. So if you want, you remember what Paul told Timothy. He says, uh, all scripture is written by Jeremy, I didn't give you that, but (laughs) all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God, the woman of God, will be perfect and truly furnished for all good works. So God is saying that it is his word that equips you to do everything that he wants you to do. And he says, grace and peace be multiplied through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So you can multiply the, the grace of God in your life. So I want us to be looking at responding. How do you respond to God? Yeah, Natalie's surprised that I'm the one teaching, so <laughs> that's good. All right, let's, let's open our Bibles to... Uh, Jeremy, I said I was going to start with Romans chapter 4, verse 17 to the 22nd verse. Oh, also you got this uh, that scripture for me. He said, "As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead, and call it those things which be not as though they were." Now, I've always I'm surprised how sometimes we don't pay attention to what God's word says. He says, "Number one, God call it those things which are not as though they already existed." So, that automatically tells you that that is supposed to be your life. So, uh, something interesting happened when you were preaching on, was this Saturday, uh, on, on Wednesday? So, I came in late because I was talking with Pastor Jeannie. And so, after 
when you were done, I was talking with Roger about, oh, I need a car, you know, that kind of a thing. And we've been looking for car, a car to buy. And there's a gentleman who sat back there. He said, Deb says, don't say you need a car. Say you have a car. I said, yes, I have a car. Praise God. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping me to respond to the message. But that was, that was amazing. It means people are listening. And that, that shook me up a little bit. I'm like, yes, I have a car. And interestingly, I was having a, I was fellowshiping with the Holy Spirit within the week. And I was, I, I, I made a, I made a faith declaration. And then the Holy Spirit whispered to me, it's been a long time since you used your faith. And I'm like, Lord. I'm like, okay, praise God. Instead of asking and asking God, give me that, I have it in Jesus' name. You see, it's, it's important to respond to God. And I, I love the Holy Spirit correcting me within the week. Because sometimes you can get used to um, not responding in faith. To just asking and asking and asking. When is he going to do it? For, so that's what, that's what I'm teaching about responding to God. For instance, if you've been asking God to heal you, it's time you respond. Because, like, you know, the, the word says that when we pray according to his will, he hears, right? So if he hears us, what are you supposed to do? The answer has come. So thank you, Jesus. So if we prayed, he heard. And the Bible says since we know he hears us, he will grant us the request that we ask of him. So if we do that, then he has answered. It's just like, it's just like salvation. You remember Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. It says, if you will confess with your mouth the lordship of Jesus, and you will believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So now, when do you get saved? When, when you do that. Because God is faithful to his word. If you did your part very well, if you did it according as the scriptures have said, then God has done his part. So when someone asks you, how do you know that you're saved? What are you going to say? Um, I don't know. You say, God said, if I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth the Lordship of Jesus, I will be saved. I did that. Therefore, God fulfilled his requirement. God did his part as well. Therefore, I am saved. I don't have to feel that way. That's what responding to God is basically all about. Agreeing agreeing with him, agreeing with what his word has said, and acting that way. Praise God. So so we were looking at Abraham, uh, Romans chapter 4 verse 17 and uh, to the 22nd verse. He says, As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. That was God's word for Abraham. Before him who he believed. You remember God had to help him sometime. It, it, it was hard for him and God has to bring him out. Count the stars, you know. Just helping the man's faith. God was helping him to embrace, to respond to him. You see, so before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. God is a faith God and he is a miracle God. Who against hope, look at that, believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall that see be. So it's just like Deborah's quoting, Deborah was teaching about health and she talked about uh, Isaiah saying that by whose stripes we are healed. And Peter writing the same thing and said, by whose stripes we were healed. So, for instance, what are you going to be saying today? 
If I was healed, I am healed. So it's, it's not like God is, oh God, when are you going to heal me? When, I, when are you going to do this for me? No, he has done it. I am healed today. So I wake up today, I am healed. Never to be sick any day of my life. You know, I, you need, Deb was teaching, I, I, I'm quoting Deb a lot today because it's so powerful the way she, she stopped many things. She was teaching about health and she talked about our fake declaration. And I thought like it's important we pay attention to it because sometimes we get, we can keep quiet about the word and not being bold in our spirit to declare what God's word has said. Because we are conscious of ourselves. We are conscious of what people are going to say about us. For instance, I refuse to be sick any day of my life. How can you say that as long as you're in this world, you fall sick? Who told you that? There are things that many, many of us have, has, have accepted in our lives that has become our reality. But God's word is our reality. God's word is absolute tr- truth. Jesus says, sanctify them by your word, for thy word is truth. The Bible says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Grace and truth. Jesus, grace and reality. God's word is absolute reality. So Jesus is our perfect example. Let me ask about Jesus. Was Jesus ever sick? So if there's anybody to copy, it's Jesus. You know, someone, someone said, oh, Paul said uh, he had a, th- a thorn in his flesh. And uh, I, uh, which of the, the other ministers were Paul who was sick? I said, oh, yeah, that means that we got to be sick somehow. Listen, the church of Jesus is given divine health. And he quoted that scripture, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Is God crazy? Doesn't he know what he's talking about? Doesn't this apostle of God know that we live in the, in the world with sicknesses, the fallen world they call it? Didn't he know that? And he will pray that I wish above all things, listen to that, that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as you're so prospered. What is scripture? So you can be prosperous and be in health. And so, so I like to, maybe let me take this a little further. So we talked about by his stripes you were healed. Isaiah said that and Peter, Peter, Peter said the same thing. Those are perfect scriptures, but you've got to understand that that was written for the Jewish mind. Because the church of Jesus Christ was not given a healing. The church of Jesus Christ was given health, which is way better than healing. Because Jesus said that healing is the children's bread. Healing is for children. But when you, when you mature, divine health is yours. So I live in divine health. It ought to be your consciousness. It ought to be your confession. Let's read this scripture in Romans chapter 8 verse 11. It says, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus Christ from the dead, I want us to look at it. uh, I remember some time ago I was was meditating on, on this portion of the scripture and I began to cry. Because I look at, I look at the lives of Sometimes the way we live our lives, like we don't have the Holy Ghost. That bothers me a lot. He said, but if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised, 
does the, do you have the Holy Ghost living inside of you? We, you're not asking God to give you the Holy Ghost. He says, the Holy Ghost dwell in you. He said, that same spirit, not a different spirit, that same spirit shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you, by his spirit that lives inside of you. So if I have a case in my body, I can activate the power of God. You are so full of power as a child of God. Full of power. I like what Micah said. He said, I'm full of the might of God. Hallelujah. So, when you read this scripture, you are not, this is not a prayer. You are not supposed to be praying, oh, the Holy Spirit that leads me, invite like my, no, that's wrong. So, this is, now I'm going to teach you how to respond to God. The Holy Spirit lives inside my body, therefore, my body is vitalized. You are not asking God to do that. This is what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life every day. You remember what he says in in, in Corinthians? He says, I will dwell in them and I will walk in them. So the Holy Ghost walking inside of you. No wonder he says, it is God who works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The Holy Ghost is working in us. Okay, let's look at Luke chapter 1 verse 37. What Jesus said about, about us is that for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Oh, I don't know how many. T- Listen, I, I, I tell you, meditate on the word. Meditate on the word. It will change your life. Imagine you have the consciousness that nothing is impossible. There's no disease that's too difficult that God cannot heal. There's nothing as the hardest situation with God. It might be a limitation for human beings, but not God. With God, nothing shall be impossible. And Jesus had the same mentality. You remember when Jesus prayed to the Father? He said, Father, nothing is impossible unto thee. And that ought to be your thinking every day. Nothing is impossible with God. Praise God. Praise God. No matter what it is, nothing shall be impossible. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 to 6. Let's look at responding to God in your personal need. How many of you have some needs met? Praise God. It's a let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never... Leave thee, nor forsake thee, so that we will say that, uh, God, you said you will never leave me or forsake me. <laughs> now, is that not what you're reading? <laughs> he says, he says, he will never leave you or forsake you, so that you may boldly say. So the word of God, what God has said concerning you, you should have the boldness to say the same thing, to respond to him. Praise God. So that you may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Praise God. So I have no fear in my life. I have no fear. Because you remember what God told Joshua? He said, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Can we go there? Oh, I'm getting excited. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Be not afraid. 
So you hear some Christians, oh, I am afraid, I'm so afraid. He says, be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee. And I, I remember I was telling you about this. I said, this happened in the Old Testament. Listen, listen, you have the Holy Ghost 24-7 everywhere you go. This scripture is more relevant to you than it was to Joshua several years ago. Praise God. Let your conversation, your manner of life be without covetousness and be content with, with can we read that scripture from the Amplified? I'm, I'm, I'm putting a lot of pressure on Jeremy right now. Let's read that from the Amplified. Do you have the Amplified Classic? I like the Amplified, but I like what the, the emphasis of the Amplified Classic. It's a let your character and moral disposition be free from love of money including greed, loss, and craving for earthly possessions, and be satisfied with your present circumstances and with what you have. For he, God himself, has said, I will not in any way oh, fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you. Praise God. I will not. So what am I supposed to imagine? Oh, um, I, I'm not sure God's going to support me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Have you, do you know that you've got to preach to yourself sometimes? <laughs> that's, the greatest, that's the greatest message, the greatest preaching you could ever preach to yourself. Because when you get the message, you can help others get it. So there are things you catch yourself saying, like, oh, I'm alone. Oh, no, no, no. I'm never alone. Praise God. God is with me. Oh, I'm, I'm broke. I don't know when the money is going to come. Mm, I'm abundantly supplied in the name of Jesus. Oh, I, I feel sick. Oh, no, I, I don't get sick. Thank you, Jesus. I live in divine health. I have all I need. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So we need to respond to God, respond to his word. Uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 32. I'm, I'm, I'm going to different things about the word. He says, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them who are sanctified. Now, when you read that, what are you supposed to say? God's word is building me up. You see that? He says, and now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able. God's word has the power and the ability to build you up. And to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. So when you read the word, don't say, I, I, I don't understand it. Mm, wrong confession. God's word is building me up. As I'm reading it, I'm strengthened by the word of God. I'm built up by the word of God. That's how you respond to God. Praise God. God's word is building me up every day. It's going to build me up financially. If I'm emotionally weak, God's word will build me up emotionally. If I'm weak in my physical body, God's word will build me up in my body. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God is amazing. So meditate on the word. Psalm 91. I'll be closing very soon because I'm not the main speaker. So <laughs> Okay, Psalm 91, we know that very well. It says, he that dwelleth, do you live in the secret place of the Most High? And I, I've explained this scripture to you that it's talking about living in Christ. Because now, have you ever thought that the secret place that he's talking about is in Christ? 
Because we will look at it. I'll say of the Lord, He Himself is my refuge and my fortress. He's saying God Himself is my dwelling place. He's that secret place. He's that, if that, he, he is that place of safety. He is that place of protection for me. He who dwells in God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I'll say of the Lord, He's my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him. Will I trust? Surely he shall... De- oh, Lord Jesus. Surely! Not that I don't know. I'm not sure what's going to happen. That's the confidence that the word of God brings. He says, surely he shall deliver thee. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So you can walk in life with confidence. You know, there's no assumptions with God. We don't know what's ever going to happen. No. That's not the life of a child of God. There's a consistency with God's word. God's, when, I was, when, I, when I started on God's word, I decided that I was going to have results consistent with his word. Because I found out, Jesus said, everything else will fail, but his word will never fail. So I found out that if I put my faith, I put my confidence and my trust in his word, I could never fail. Because the word never fails. The word of God never fails. If it failed, it wasn't the word. (laughs) His word never fails. So I'm full of boldness. Boldness in my spirit. I tell you that I'm in a vehicle, I'm in a car, the car is about to get an accident, and the young guy, I said, car, seize in Jesus' name. Like, stop, seize. America, a, a, a deaf is trying to understand what, what I'm, seize, stop, in Jesus' name. And he stops, and everybody gets out. Am I some superhuman being somewhere? No. I'm just responding to God's word. Yeah. Every one of us. God never left us without support. He never left us without protection. The only one who feels that way is the one who doesn't know the word. That's what Jesus said. Ye err because you know not the scriptures nor the power of God. There's no child of God without protection. There's no child of God without supernatural provision. There's no child of God without supernatural grace. The question is, do you believe him? Do you believe his word? You know, uh, I remember I was some, uh, some weeks ago I was praying and I was talking to the Lord. And, and I, I was like, Lord... I want your word to mean more to me than it's that. I want to take the word more seriously than I've ever done. Because, listen, until we embrace God's word, God has no hold of our lives. So we've got to believe the word more than we ever did. More than we ever did. I'm a child of God. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? A child of God? A disadvantaged child of God? A sick, weak, broke, dejected, and confused child of God? That sounds like the devil to me. The path of the just is as the shining light. I tell people, I will always get greater and greater by the day. 
I'll get wiser and wiser by the day. Because that's what God wants for you, right? He said the way of the righteous is as the shining light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. It says from health to health, from glory to glory, from victory to victory, from prosperity to prosperity. If you don't accept that, what gospel do you believe in then? I'm not the main speaker, you know. <laughs> Praise God. Okay. Jesus is Lord. So, I, I pray for us that we will let the word of God mean more to us. Let the word, mean, let the word of God persuade you, right? Like, what, like he said about Abraham, he was fully persuaded that what God has said concerning him, God was able to perform. And he was accounted to him for righteousness. So whatever, so whatever God has said concerning me is true, and I believe him and I act that way. Praise God. So I remember when I was, uh, I was planning to come here, so I, I think I've mentioned it to you, to some of you. I said that I didn't know if someone had told me that I was going to be in the U.S. in the, like the next couple of years. I, I was going to say, I believe in God, but I, I was like, mm, I, I don't know what you're talking about. But, so when it, my friend contacted me about coming here, I went into, I was talking to the Lord, and I was asking him, Lord, is this something you want me to do? Because I don't do things because people are doing it. I've learned to walk with the Spirit of God. So I was, I was spending time praying and spending, like, and one of, the, one of the reasons why I was doing that was because I thought, like, it's so hard to get to the U.S., Lord, just take me to China. I'll be fine with China. Because <laughs> it was easy to probably get to China from Africa than coming to the U.S. Then I'm laying, I'm laying on my bed and meditating on the Word. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Then, then I heard the voice of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit said, the words of Jesus, my Father is greater than all. That's what the Holy Spirit whispered. And I got up, yes, my Father is greater than all. I was, I said, yes, we are going. Thank you, Jesus. We're going. So I started my journey knowing that I was coming to America. I didn't have to apply to many schools to be here because God said I was going to be here. And getting a visa in, in Ghana is, is a Herculean task. I know God said I'm going to be here. If I get to the embassy, they'll give me the visa. They have no choice because the one who possesses all things has spoken. So I wasn't doing try and error. I wasn't trying, is it going to work? Let me apply to a different school. No, I'm going to SDSU. I'm going to the U.S. I'm going to the embassy. So anybody that asks me, how are you going? I have my visa. Glory to God. We're going. Thank you, Jesus. There was, there was no doubt in my mind. Because God has spoken. And I believe him. And the rest is history. I'm here and you listen to me. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So respond to God. Whatever God has said to you, respond to Him. Agree with Him. And say the same thing. It's called homologia. They're saying the same thing in agreement with Him. And Deb has been teaching that powerfully. Don't take it lightly. By the way, I was listening to Deb on, uh, on Saturday at 2 a.m. You, you need to develop that habit of listening to God's Word. Of listening to sometimes... Pastor, the, the Spirit of God, listen to this message by Pastor Dave. And I go to Facebook, 
The message has been there a long time ago, but I'm listening. Because you have to give the Word of God the opportunity to influence your life. Let the Word of God change your mind. Change your way of thinking. Change your mentality. And then act that way, praise God. Hallelujah. So we got like two minutes, and since I'm not the main speaker, I'll stop here, and then patience can continue some other time. Father, we just thank you to thank you today. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence and to learn your word. We thank you for your written word that you gave us to change our lives, to influence our thinking, to change our mindsets. Lord, we thank you. Thank you that your word will gain the dominion, the mastery of our minds, our thinking. We worship you for today. We thank you for today. This morning, our, our gathering in your house today, we thank you that our hearts, our minds are open to receive all of the blessings that you have for us today, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, if anyone is sick in their bodies, by hearing me, the word has brought healing to them. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylifeatbrookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.